everyone and welcome to the Phillips show today is going to be just a little bit different you know we always talk about journeys and what makes somebody's journey so powerful so impactful we all have a story and today we are talking to Angela Dennis Martin Angela yes hey how are you doing I am wonderful. Glad I, to be here. And I'm so excited to have you. I love the background. It's all peaceful and tranquil and yes. vibrant all at the same time. Now, our audience doesn't know, but we have a super treat for you today. Angela has just released a new book called Tear Stained Cheeks. Yes. It's a 30-day devotional. Yes. Angela, I am so excited um, that you did that. And I have a few questions. But before we jump into that, how are you doing? I, you know what I'm doing, I'm doing, doing? life just happens and mm. I'm just going with the flow of it. You know, yeah. every day you just one foot in the front of the other. That's all. That's what it is. So, so for the people that don't know, um, you are a Miss Kentucky state university. Yes, I am. Is that, Miss was it, it was it 1999, 2000, 2000, 2000, 90, 2000, Miss KSU, Miss KSU. Now I want to set us up for your journey okay. from, I guess, I don't want it to be like when you were a child and all of that, but everybody's story is compacted and it moves from point to point within right. our lives. What was it like for you and why did you decide to run for Miss Kentucky State University? Because that's a very prestigious title yeah. um, at a HBCU. Correct. Well, actually, you know, the irony is most of the young ladies that were in the pageant with me, they, that was something they wanted to do all their lives. That's mm. something that most of them, you know, practice through other pageants and things like that. For me, it was totally different. Okay. It was like, God was like, I want you to do this. Oh. And, and I want to use you in this position. So I wasn't affiliated with any Greek, you know, okay. um, sororities or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, I believe God wanted to use me to say it wasn't nobody else but God. him. Wow. So, you know, by being able to say I wasn't affiliated with anything, it was just me and God. It really was. Wow. Wow. And, and from there, you've gone into education. You have your master's. Mm -hmm. It's an mm -hmm. Your master's in education? So I got a BA in child development and family relations. And I got that from Kentucky State. And then they actually offered a really nice program where it was like, hey, if you stay and get your master's degree, you don't have to test in. So oh. I got my BA in child development and family relations. And I stayed and got my master's in public administration with a specialization in human resource management because I went into child care. I wanted to know both sides of the business. I wanted to know what it was like to work in the childcare as well as manage the staff. So I know both sides of the business. So nobody can play any games and run any games on me because I know it. <laughs> right. Knowledge is power. <laughs> That's right. Right. Is, now, did you know at that time that you said you wanted to go into childcare? Did you know at the time what type of childcare you wanted to go into? Um, I actually always wanted to own my own center. Okay. And, um, but that just isn't how God, that's not how my life unfolded. Mm. So I actually started off, I had my, well, I was married, mm -hmm. um, got divorced, which I kind of share in this, in the book, 
but got was married, got divorced. But in the first marriage, I had a child. His name is Noah. And I was sending him to childcare. Well, I was working as a director at Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Central Ohio. And I was looking for childcare. Every single place I went to, it was like they had something, but they were missing something. They had this, but they were missing this. And I prayed, I broke down crying and I was praying like, God, why isn't a door opening for me for to send my child to childcare? And he said, because the door that you're looking for is in you. So that opened something up in me like, okay, he said, what you're looking for is you. So I gave my job a, a 30 day notice. Oh, I did an open house and November, um, November of 2010, I opened up Noah's Ark Learning Academy and I've never looked back. I did type B childcare and I was certified and then I had to close due to COVID. Okay. And um, so when COVID, because I took all school agers and then once COVID hit, and or once COVID was over, all my school agers went back to school and I lost all my income at one time. Wow. So I shut my daycare down and I and I am now the director at a Goddard school, which was also my ultimate goal. So even though doors were shutting, God was opening doors at the same time. So, you know, in life, sometimes we're like, I want this. But if we learn how to let go and let God direct our path, we'll actually end up better than what we plan, not my will, but thy will be done. Right, when you said that you heard God say, you know, it's within you, did you have any internal pushback? Like, I don't know, let me just wait a little while. Or you just like, you know what, I heard that, I believe that, here's my two weeks, and let me go on and about my father's business, if you will. Every single thing you just said is exactly what just happened. It was like, the minute I decided to do it, then my husband at that time lost his job. Mm. And I was like, now what, you know, we're going to be with, you know, two incomes lost and a baby and a whole house. And God told me clear as day, just because your circumstances change mm. doesn't mean I changed my mind about what I told you to do. Right. So because of that, I walked, I continued to step in faith and it was the best blessing ever. I've never regretted one moment. Never. Wow. And it's so fitting because because um, your personality is so warm. And you've Thank always, you. you know, you've always been that way. So it's so fitting that you're working with children. It's so fitting that you're inspiring others through your writing. And I remember um, back at Kentucky State, you did a lot of writing then. I it's did. interesting how, mm-hmm. you know, God knows your passions and he yeah. makes room for them, but not just in what you want to do professionally when it comes to working with the children um, and having your daycare, but also in writing. When did you start writing? I actually started writing in fifth grade. Nope. I, I thought I had a little bit of a relationship and I was pouring my heart out from a heartbreak. So I started writing in fifth grade, you know, a little love. Stella, you know, Stella roses are red. And you like you cute. like me, check yes, check. Right. Up. I really did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. So you started writing in fifth grade and it and it carried with you through college and you just yeah. kept writing? Yeah. So I wrote all the way, all the way through college um, and into adulthood to the point where I begin to realize it's a gift. You know, it's beyond your normal, typical writing. What I write is a gift. And to the point where people have asked me if a loved one has passed, I've written almost ghostwriting, you know, for individuals that want to express themselves you know, they've asked me, hey, can you write a poem for my loved one that has passed? 
Wow. And um, I've done that. And it just it just flows. So I've done those types of writing as well as um, for relationships. You mm. know, if someone's not good at writing, they may say, hey, can you write a poem for my significant other? Or, you know, it's our anniversary or it's my wedding. Can you write something? And I've done just that as well. So, yeah, I just write. Well, I have um, I have your book here and I'm yes. very excited. I want to read what you have on the back and then I'm okay. going to ask you why. Okay. So it says, tear-stained cheeks is not your typical 30-day devotional. It's an up-close and personal journey of what it looks like to navigate life when it unravels and all you have left is the fabric of who you are, those moments when you are down to your last. You don't know which way to go, or you just need an extra push to accomplish some goals. Derailed, distracted, but definitely not totaled. This yes. is that extra push to not only set goals, but to achieve them. It's about triumph and victory, heartache and setback. Ultimately, it's a roadmap of what to do when life just happens and you need encouragement to get back on track to get to the other side of a cloudy day. Yes. What made you, this is different than most devotionals that I've seen. Mm -hmm. What made you want to write a devotional and not a book, given you are so versed at writing? Um, the irony is a young lady, one night, I, well, actually, let me rewind. I have a women's group called Women of Standard. Okay. And I started that group at Kentucky State. It allowed me to encourage women. And I began, I took that platform everywhere I went, every job. I held, I took women to standard. Well, when I got into childcare, um, it didn't necessarily fit that arena per se, but I carried it to the internet and online. So then I began to post my writings online mm. and I felt everybody would say, why don't you write a book? Why don't you publish this? Why? And I was like, ah, you know, I never, not that I discredited my gift, but it was like, who's going to buy my book? Mm. Why? You know, who are they really that interested and one day a young lady was going through a hard time in her relationship and she sent me a text. We weren't that close. We had only met a couple of times, but we were close enough that she mm -hmm. felt comfortable to reach out. And after our exchange going back and forth in the text, and I was encouraging her in her marriage that was in a crisis. Mm. The minute I got off that phone in that text, God said, right. Wow write your book and not even necessarily your book, write your experience, okay. write from your heart. So when I write from my heart, it's like a journal sure, because it's very personal. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like if you want to, if you, if you and I were talking one-on-one, -on -one, I would share that. Right. Got it. So I'm sharing my heart and my journal in my book, mm. which is my memoir and my yeah. encouragement. Yeah. So how did you come up with the format? Because one of the things that I love, and all of this is on the back of the book. So when you all get the back of the book, of course, read the context and the content, but start at the back. It's going to give you a lot of breadth, if you will, to understand where the book is coming from. And what yours says, it tells a story, but after each story, it encourages the reader to dig deep and to help them focus and recharge and reevaluate um, life. And, and it also has, um, it has songs. Yeah. It has song recommendations. What made yeah. you want to do that? 
I think it's different. It, and it's me. You know what I mean? Got it. Like Got it. God is just, I feel like my gift is very unique and it's very different and it's very personable and it speaks of who I am. And I love music, music. Well, I mean, you put the two together, music and words, song and music, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it's the heartbeat of who I am. Yeah. I love, so songs and music is what got me through some of my worst days. So I reached into that little pocket of songs that got me through my playlist that got me through those hard times. And I attached them to the stories in hopes that, you know, it would speak to the reader, you know, like the song will do something because it connects to whatever that story is, whatever that chapter is, whatever that dig deep moment is, the song connects to it. The title of this book is called tear-stained cheeks. And that's a pretty um, intense and emotional and kind of in-your-face devotional that yeah. doesn't ring very um, encouraging. Yeah. Why did you decide to name the devotional book this? It is just so crazy because I'm literally tearing up just thinking about the real rawness of what I've been through. And because of the raw emotions, I wanted the title to speak to that. Mm. I wanted people to, I wanted it to, and even just honestly speaking, I never just do something just because everything Mm. has a purpose. Everything is intentional. I am very intentional and my gift is intentional. Mm. So the book and some of the stories that I share are so personal and they're so real and they're so raw that tear stained cheeks. That's what it was. It was a moment of breaking. It was a moment of being vulnerable and a moment that book and the the title is like, I felt like I was going to die because of what I was going through. So the title had to speak to the depth of what I walked through. Got you. So if somebody, you know, gets that title, you're going to be intrigued, or at least I would hope you would be to want to know further. Mm. Or if you're going through something so heavy, you're going to want something that's going to speak to the depth and the heaviness of what you're going through. You don't want somebody to pity pat you. I didn't want anybody to pity pat me. I wanted help. Mm. I wanted people to know that I was going through, you know, yeah. not at that time per se, but the, the, to have that title, it just speaks volumes. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> it no, speaks it's, an, volumes. It's, an, it's an emotional title. Yeah. It's a very emotional title. How, yeah. how long did it take you to put these thoughts into book form? The irony is, the, and I'm so serious, once I, that night, I wrote the introduction, I wrote page one, and I wrote chapter, the first chapter, I wrote it all that night. Mm. Once I got started, I couldn't stop. So every morning, that was my quiet time. That was my devotion to write the next chapter. Mm. So it literally took me 30 days to oh, write. Wow. I was not playing. 
A 30 so days and 30 days. 30 days and 30 days, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, I started December something and I was done by the end of January. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I know you're um, you're super, super close with your family. I yes. love it. It's you have you have such a unique dynamic with your family. How yeah. is your family um, about this book? What do they think? You know, what? my mom was with me. So I have a group of women that I share in the in the book that are my prayer partners and they became my daily bread girls. So they're my rock. They're my foundation. They're my um, go-tos. So my mom became one of my daily bread girls. So she read every chapter as I wrote it. So every morning when I would write it, I would send it out to them as encouragement and they would give me feedback, you know, like that took my breath away. Um, Some of the things in the, in the book, my mom says she didn't even know. Um, she is my biggest cheerleader. She is my biggest, Mm. her and my husband, they are my biggest cheerleaders in life. My Mm. siblings have not read it yet. Oh, um, so they're, they're going to be, uh, they may be shocked just like my mom was, right? but they have cheered me on in life. Mm. So nothing is in that book is nothing that they're not aware of. Nothing that they may not be aware of. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe the vulnerability they may be even more surprised um different things like that but they're all in my corner cheering me on oh (laughs) that is um, so awesome and i do i know you lost your father yes and i'm I'm so sorry my condolences to your whole family i know he was a rock of your family yeah yeah which is crazy because i finished writing the book right before he passed. Mm. So it was, the book was final. So he knows I wrote, you know, he knows that I wrote a book Yeah, and he was just happy and and proud of me and all that good stuff. So um, to actually hold it in my hands, that's when the tears came. You know, when my book came in the mail, held it in my hands, that's when the tears came. Yeah. 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 What are you hoping that this book will do? I really hope that it will touch the lives of men and women Mm. um, of all shapes, colors, sizes. I mean, I really want the book to, I would be happy if, if Oprah or someone put me on their book club list. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, her, um, who else? Steve Harvey, you know, somebody, I really doubt them out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I really want people. I just want it to get in people's hands. I want it to be, I want it to be like a Tabitha Brown, Mm -hmm. you know, I want people to see it. I want people to feel it. I want people to, I want it to help. I want it to help somebody that was going through. Um, I, I, the things that I went through, there's a wide range, Sure, wide range. I was married. I was divorced. I have a blended family. I lost a child. I have children, you know, so there's a wide, I lost a job. I closed a job. You know, there's so many things that it's not just once, you know, it's not just for one particular uh, group of people. It can reach a multitude. And that's what I wanted to do. One of the things that I love about this show is that my audience is very, very, very diverse. And I know a lot of the the verbiage that we're using here is very Christ-centered and God-centered. For somebody who may not be a believer mm-hmm. and who may not be a Christian, what can they get out of this book? I would say just 
encouragement to dig deep within themselves mm -hmm. to inspire and achieve their goals. You know, it's about being who you are, showing up in life and being present. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I want people to be in the moment. I want them to be present and I want them to feel, feel, feel who they are, feel emotions, be themselves, dig deep and come out on top. I want them to be inspired. Mm, I love it. Inspiration. What did, and I, with something this transparent yeah. and something this raw, like we were talking about before and something that's this close to our actual journeys, mm -hmm. what did you learn about yourself while you were putting pen to paper? I learned that I live life with no regrets. Mm. I want to live with no regrets. I want to, there was a, um, a gentleman, I can't think of his, I want to say Miles Monroe, I could be wrong. Um, but talked about dying empty, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to take all my gifts and my treasures and things that God has given me. I don't want to take it to the grave. I want to leave it here and I want to leave a legacy for my children. So, you know, I, that's, that's just it. You know, that's what tear stained cheeks is all about. So if somebody wants to, and I know y'all do out there, when somebody wants to order this, how do they get it from you? Yeah. So I, there's actually two ways. If okay. they want it autographed and they want a personal message from me, then they cash app daily, dollar sign daily bread girl, mm -hmm. which is me. They send it directly to me. There, I don't have a big distribution center that's, that's sending personalized letters. Look, it's, not yet. Not yet. It's me. It's me. <laughs> so. Yeah. They, you know, you send the, the cash app dollar daily bread girl, dollar sign daily bread girl, and you get it from me. Also, if you don't and you don't care how you get it, you can get it on Amazon. So okay. it's published in it's published on Amazon. So it's published on Amazon and you can get it directly from you with a personalized note. And for everybody that's watching um, at home or online, you'll have that information on the screen. And I will tell you, you know, she does send a personal note. And I just want to thank you for what you wrote in here. It was so yes. touching, um, yes. so on point, and so timely. Yes. And I 100% appreciate that. So as, as we close, I'm going to let you take us out. If you want, if there's somebody out there struggling right now, um, somebody out there who may be in a situation that they may not be able to see their way through. They may not know what the solution is. They may not be able to see around the mountain to know that there is more beyond the barrier. You know, what advice or encouragement or inspiration would you share with them? Um, for somebody that is really going through where life is unraveling, as mine did, um, I found myself in the moment lighting a candle and breathing. Mm. Sometimes you just have to take a moment and it's okay to take a moment, a moment to catch your breath, a moment to regroup and feel and cry and let it out. And then get you someone, whether it's someone or some persons that you trust mm. to share with, and to get them to help you carry you through this, um, I want to say through this mountain you may be facing yeah. or carry you through um, whatever it is. I'm thinking of a ditch, you know, mm, Yeah. Um, to carry you through that and somebody you can lean on 
with my daily bread girls, I told them, I'm going to text you guys every day. I may send you a song. I may send you a scripture. I may tell you how bad I'm hurting. Mm. I don't want you to do anything, but lift me up. Think good thoughts, positive thoughts, or pray, mm. whatever. Send me some encouragement. Yeah. Um, but don't do, you don't have to do anything. This is more for me. It was more mm. accountability for me. Sure. So get you some accountability partners or partner that you trust to share your, your story with or share whatever it is that they can hold you accountable. Then you set small baby step goals, mm. one foot in front of the other, whether that's I'm going to take a shower today <laughs> or if it's I'm going to fix myself up once a week. Mm. I'm going to treat myself to dinner. I'm going to go do a self-care self yeah. Hair is very important. And that's what I did. I just had to shut everything out. So for those people that are going shut the noise out, turn it off um, and be still and mm. get quiet and allow yourself to prepare for the journey ahead and whatever that looks like for you. Wow. Shut everything out, get accountability and prepare. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Angela, Dennis, Martin. Yes. Here's Tang Cheeks. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your Thank inspiration you. with us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for this space and for this time. I Absolutely. really genuinely appreciate it. Absolutely. And keep following your gift. It is going to touch many, 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 many more people. <laughs> and, I received it. Yeah. And for all of you who are out there, just remember that you are the best you in the word. Clearly there's healing. Clearly there's hope. Clearly there's inspiration. Um, pick up Angela's book, Tear Stained Cheeks, a 30-day devotion. Be inspired and be encouraged. I'll see you next time here on The Phillips Show. Don't wait.